Psalm 117. <laughs> You're wondering why I'm laughing. You're about to find out. Praise Yahweh, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. For his loving kindness is great towards us. His faithfulness endures forever. Praise Yah. That's it. <laughs> That's Psalm 117. So I was laughing because it's the shortest psalm in the Bible. In fact, it's the shortest chapter in the Bible. It's so short that I just knew that you wouldn't expect it. And uh, But don't worry, because we're going to, you know, we'll make up for it in two chapters' time. When we get to Psalm 119, boy, we're going to make the longest chapter in the Bible. And that'll be a long video. <laughs> I suggest you put that one on when you're going for a drive. Uh, but anyway, here we are, the shortest chapter in the Bible. Praise Yahweh, all you nations. Extol him, all you peoples. The nations are the Gentiles. Whenever it says nations in the Bible, it's Gentiles. And extol him, all you peoples, it means everyone. Everyone praise the Lord. And it says in verse 2, the reason why. Because his loving kindness is great to us. So the loving kindness of God is great to all the peoples, including the Gentiles. His faithfulness endures forever. We've got this one little psalm in the Bible. It's only two verses. And its message is so unobscured. It's not like this is a long psalm of 20, 30, 40, 50 verses and this one little idea is hiding in there and you could miss it over. There's only one little idea in here. Praise God, everybody, including Gentiles, because God is faithful to you. So the idea can't be hidden with other ideas. It's super clear. And I think that's why this psalm is so short, because God had this one point that he wanted to make sure nobody missed, and that is the gospel or the good news about God is actually for everyone, including the Gentiles. And he wanted even the Jews to know that for sure. However, despite the fact that it's super obvious, they did not see it. We, we can't laugh at them because there are a lot of very obvious things we don't see. When um, Jesus came, you know, when Jesus was born into the earth and he, as a, you know, he grew up as a boy, he actually went to the temple. You may not know this, but when you, when you would go to visit the temple in the time period that Jesus lived, there were, the temple was divided into sections and there was a section called the outer court. And uh, the outer court was the place Gentiles could come to the outer court, but they were not allowed to step in. There was like a, they actually had built a wall there and put a sign up here and it actually said, um, Gentiles forbidden to enter this temple. And the penalty was death. And that sign was written in Greek. This is in the temple, second temple. And we know that that sign exists because archaeologists have discovered it. In fact, I'm pretty sure there's a video online. The biblical, the Associates for Biblical Research have a video. I think it's called the 10 Greatest Archaeological Discoveries of 2020. I think that's the video. Go look for that. And it talks about this discovery of this part of the... Now, it's not a part of the temple, but it's a part of kind of like this outer wall of the temple where when people were standing around, they would see this sign and it was very clear. If you were a Gentile, you were not allowed to go in. So there was a dividing wall. There was like a wall and a gate, and that wall was to separate the Jews and the Gentiles from each other. They were separated. And that was despite the fact that Psalm 117 is right there in the Bible in full view. I mean, there's actually plenty of places where this message is in the Bible, but this, I think Psalm 117 is so short because it's trying to make this point. God is here for everybody. 
and yet the Jews didn't see it. And so when God came, when Jesus came as a person, he actually had to walk through the dividing wall into the temple, knowing, and Jesus knew very well, this psalm. And by the way, all Jews, this is one of the, the Egyptian psalms, sung at every single Passover. So it's not like Jews didn't know it. They all sung it. You think of songs that you sing every single year of your life. These are like Christmas carols or happy birthday to you. There are songs in our, in our culture that we know well because we sing them all the time. Psalm 117 was one of those. So all Jewish people would have known it. And so they would have known that God was for all the Gentiles, but yet it didn't click. So they divide them apart. And, um, you know, Jesus, when he went into the temple on Palm Sunday, you know, Jesus went into the temple and he went nuts. He actually got a, um, a whip. <laughs> and uh, this is, now I'm trying to remember what part of, it's in all the Gospels, but there's, there's the story, I've forgotten the reference, but Jesus gets a whip and he goes and he's whipping the money changers and he's driving them out. And he says, how dare you turn my father's house? He said, this is my father's house. It's supposed to be a house of prayer. How dare you turn it into a marketplace? So he says all of that. But if you didn't know, you wouldn't realize that Jesus was actually quoting the prophet Isaiah. He says, my father's house is to be a house of prayer. Well, in Isaiah, it says my, that the house was to be a house of prayer for all nations. In other words, <laughs> the temple was supposed to be a place where the Gentiles could go in and pray. And yet there was a wall saying, keep out, penalty of death. But it wasn't only to be a place for Gentiles to go in and pray. It was a place where people in there would pray for the Gentiles. So it was, it was kind of like a double meaning. Jesus knew all of this and he got wild. My father's house is supposed to be a house of prayer for all nations. They, they just never twigged. He was so annoyed that the purpose of this temple is not being fulfilled. We've got Psalm 117, 8 here to just shout it in bold. Well, thank God, in the book of Ephesians, Paul writes and he says this. He says that Jesus is our peace. He has made the two groups one. Who are the two groups? Jews and Gentiles. And he has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? When Jesus went to the cross, he smashed that thing down. And it, it took like about three, well, maybe two decades, maybe a bit less, before the early church twigged and realised we're supposed to include the Gentiles. And they did start to do that. It took another two or so decades before Jerusalem was completely destroyed and the wall of hostility, the physical, actual dividing wall, was physically broken down. But Jesus Christ broke it down in his body on the cross. Because of that, you are a Christian. You know, presumably you're a Gentile like most Christians are today. You wouldn't be a Christian without Jesus breaking down that dividing wall. And it's wonderful. And we've got Psalm 117 that starts by saying, praise God, all you nations, that's you. If, it, if you're a Gentile, praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Thank you for breaking down that dividing wall, the one that kept us Gentiles out of the things of God. But I thank you, Lord, we've been included into the, into the things of God. Thank you that we can come into the temple, into the presence of God. Thank you we're accepted because of Christ. Lord, we are very grateful, so thankful. And may, Lord, the, the love of Christ and the message of Christ spread 
and touch more and more people just as it touched us. In Jesus' name, amen.